right, y'all. Welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. So today I have Miss Lauren Zink on. She is a business coach for health coaches. Now I found her just scrolling through Instagram. I don't even know what I was looking for, but I was just like on her page and I was just like, I love all these pictures. She's so happy. I'm going to read her story. And then, you know, 20 minutes of stalking later, she is a dental hygienist turned business coach for health coaches. And I love that pivot. I feel like this whole season of the podcast is going to be people who have done that pivot, who are trying new things, who are excelling in new things. And so I had to get her on here. So ma'am, if you just want to tell us your story, how you got here, tell me all the fun, exciting things. Of course. Thank you so much for having me also. And I love how you just, how you found me so organically. I love that. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, so as you mentioned, I was a dental hygienist for eight years and I just kind of, it was a good job. You know what I mean? Like paid great. I had great hours. We worked three 12 hour days and had four day weekends. Yeah. I mean, we did, we worked like we do two months of like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then switch to two months of Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So there was weekends, but like either way, you still had a four day weekend. Right. So that was cool. But honestly, I just started the longer I did it, the more I dread, dreaded going there. And it was to the point where like Sunday nights, I wouldn't sleep. I would literally be awake all night, just like dreading going back there. And it was just so repetitive. It wasn't challenging. And I just, you know, I was like, for so long, I was of the thought of like, well, it's a job. Everyone hates their job. Like you just suck it up. And you know, then you have your weekends to like have fun with the money you make. And you know, that's life, right? So it is what it is. And then one day, one of the other hygienists came in to tell me that um, my boss had said something to her and she's like, I had to tell you, I couldn't, you know, not, not tell you this. And she said that he had told her he would never give me a raise because I didn't sell enough dentistry for him. And that's not my job, right? Selling dentistry for him is not my job. My job as a dental hygienist is to keep my patient's teeth cleaned and educate them on oral health. And the reason he expected to do that for him is because he hated selling dentistry, right? As the dentist, he hated it. (laughs) So he expected us to do the things that he hated for him. And anyways, I was just like, you know what? Like, that's my out. That's enough. Like I'm not putting up with this anymore. And of course, obviously when I gave him my two weeks, he's like, Oh my God, no, like, don't go. I'll give you a raise. And I was like, yeah, no, like we're all good here. Thanks. So, but I'm still, I'm still going to leave. So I left and honestly, I had like every intention of finding another hygiene job. Right. Cause that's what I knew. But then I just kind of started thinking about it. I'm like, but do I really want to do that? I'm like, no, but what else am I going to do? And, you know, my true, true passion was health and fitness. It always has been like in my spare time, you know, I'm always like constantly researching, constantly like, you know, playing with ingredients in the kitchen, like looking at new workouts, just all that stuff. Right. And if, if someone was to ask me like, you know, what do your friends and family ask you for advice on? It was always, you know, health and fitness related. And so I was like, well, you know, what if I started my own health and fitness coaching business online? I'm like, that's crazy. But I was like, you know what? Why not give it a shot? So I literally spent four months of my life making a website all day, every day working on this website. I hated every second of it. Like that is not my thing. So once that was done, I started an Instagram account. And I literally thought if I had those two things that people would just flock to work with me. That is actually not the case. Not the case at all. Um, So I had so much to learn. And so that was in May, like May 
three years ago. And yeah, that was May three years ago. And I think so from May until July, I tried to like do it all on my own. I honestly felt like a chicken with my head cut off every single day. I was trying to do all the things, show up everywhere, like Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, like everything, right? I would wake up at like, 5am and like work my ass off all day and I'd get in bed and I'd be like, but what did I actually do today to like move my business forward? Right. I had no idea about like sales calls or like that I was supposed to be getting on them or like how to actually do them. So in July, I invested in like my first Instagram course. And at the time, I think it was like $250. And that was absolutely terrifying to me. And then I ended up getting the same girl who did the course. I hired her to like help me with my first launch. And I mean, at this point, I think I'm like 70,000 at least deep in coaching investments. And it's just, it's still scary every time, but it's so necessary. And like, the second you do it, it's like that fear is like replaced with excitement and like you just go to that next level, right? So I, you know, ran and built my fitness coaching business for close to two years. And I just kept, I kept getting all these like messages from other women, like asking how I did it. And honestly, in the beginning, I was like, I am not doing business coaching. I have no interest in that. Like, no, don't, I do not like the business side of things. Like I love helping my clients with their health and fitness, right? And like love getting them results. But honestly, I was so resistant, but it just kept like showing up in my life. And it was like the universe, like telling, just kept like poking me. And finally I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll like try it out. So, um, I just started working with a new business coach and I was like, you know, I think this is what I want to do. And she's like, let's go for it. So that was last October actually. So almost a year ago. And so that's what I've been doing ever since. And it just lights me up so much to, be able to help other women just like build the business and build the life of their dreams and not have to go through all those struggles that I did in the beginning. So yeah, that's, that's a long rundown of my story. That's so fun though. And I love, and I appreciate so much that you were like, I had no idea what I was doing and I was doing all these things and you didn't feel like you were moving the needle forward. And sometimes like I see so much in the coaching space where like no one wants to be like, I didn't actually accomplish anything today, but I've been busy for like 24 hours. Like I did everything. Yeah. It's such an adjustment when all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can do everything. So you think you have to do everything. Oh, it does. When I, me making a website at the beginning of the summer for like all of my coaching and my course, worst idea to be like, I can do it by myself. Terrible idea. Never again. I did it. It took you the whole, it's all the time. And I'm not good at coding. I don't yeah. understand. And I did all of it in Canva. I spent hours making all of these website slides in Canva and then they did not size convert. And I was just like, I can't, I just can't. And I was like, oh, if I just resize. And I read every tutorial on how to resize it. And I was like, I'm just going to start over. You start over. And I'm still not happy with it, but I'm like, it's there. Right? Like it's so... And it's like that, looking back now, it's like your time is like that one thing that you can't get back, right? Like you can get money back, you can get all kinds of things back, but your time is gone forever. And like, honestly, those four months I spent making that website that in the end I didn't even need. Honestly, I don't even have a website right now because it's just not, like, I'm like, I do not need one to run my business. Cool. Yeah. It would be great to have. And I will obviously make one at some point and get someone else to make one for me. Um, but it's just not a priority at the moment. And it's like, that's the same as me, like trying to figure out how to start and run a fitness coaching business all by myself. Right. Like I spent so, there's so much time wasted doing all these things that didn't need to be done, but I had no idea. Yeah. 
like looking back I'm like like when I was like doing it I was like I'm gonna do it all myself it's gonna be faster it's gonna be cheaper no it wasn't it was a lie I told myself every damn day somebody probably could have done everything I, I could have gotten on a call with someone and been like I want this this and this and they'd have done it in like six hours I could have gotten my basic ass website in a day and looking back I'm like yep those are weeks that I could have been doing something else entirely. But like you're, when you're in it, you're like, I'm being so productive and I need to know how to do it. You don't, you don't have to know how to do everything. There are people who thrive at those things yeah. who are here to help you. Exactly. So if you are scared of investing, cause I know I was super scared when I started, I was like, Fair what enough. if this course doesn't work? What if this, and while I'm sure there are courses that I didn't need to take, investing in them like forces you to commit. As yeah. soon as you have put up money, you're like, I got to get something out of this and you will work harder to get something out of it. You pay attention to what you pay for, right? Yes. And so, like that, what you just said about, you know, working on the website and like doing all the things and you're like, you're feel, you feel so busy, but you're like, oh my God, I'm so productive. I was so busy all day. But I think it's like, we make ourselves these huge lists of all these things so you can check it off and you're like, oh my God, yeah, look at me go. Like, I'm amazing. But you're not actually doing anything that's like business generating activities, right? It's all this stuff to like make yourself feel like you're doing stuff, but it's not the stuff you need to be doing. I got all of the buttons on my website centered and sized and perfect. And I didn't talk to a single person about what I coached about that day. <laughs> it was perfect. I, I didn't even think I got on Instagram the day that I got all of the columns to line up. It was like, yeah, this website, they're going to love these buttons. No, they're not. I'm probably going to send them a direct link to pay me. They're never going to look at the damn buttons because they don't need them. But I needed them. <laughs> It's so true though. And it's crazy. It is. So if you're a new coach and you feel like you are scrambling, you're not alone and just ask for help. And if you're like, don't have like the cash strapped, like something that I did is I know a lot of other like coaches who are just starting out and we would just kind of like swap services. Like the girl who's helping with me, me with email automation, I'm helping her with budgeting. So it's like, I don't know how to do that, but she can do it. I'm like, I can help you make a budget and learn how to save better. And you can figure out how to send emails for me. There you go. Like, like that's a thing that I don't think anyone ever thinks about. Like if you have a service and you can help somebody and your guys are both starting out, use each other. And then you can use each other as testimonies later on. Really? So since you are focusing with health coaches, like what kind of health coaches? Like there's so, there's so many like personal trainers, health living specifics, network marketing health coaches. I know a lot of like Beachbody coaches consider themselves health coaches, things like that. What is your realm of health coachiness? Even like holistic health coaches too. I know those too. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and I would say the majority of my clients are either like in gym personal trainers that are trying to take their business online or, you know, I've also had like a lot of, um, like holistic health coaches, like wellness coaches, that kind of thing. Right. So like, yeah, mostly like fitness, personal trainers, wellness, holistic health, that kind of thing. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm the best coach for MLM coaches that are looking to just cause I don't really have experience in that. Um, I would say probably the only experience is a couple of my clients now were previous like MLM coaches and they decided to like start their own business. So I do yeah. always wonder that like where in this space, cause I know like some personal trainers also do that, but 
like I've been in MLMs. So being in it, how you would want to build that business is totally different than how like an outside business does because there's so much that's essentially handed to you. Like everything is already priced, all of that good stuff. Totally. So like building an MLM business versus building like a coaching business, two totally separate worlds yeah. as I have learned. <laughs> uh, I think, I don't know. I, I mean, I enjoyed my time in network marketing and whatnot, but I like, I like coaching more. I, I have an easier time connecting with people about like what I do now than that. And I ain't hating on MLMs. I know y'all, I left an MLM. Yeah, I think it's like, I don't know. It's just like when you have your own thing, obviously like, I don't want to say it's easier to believe in like your business and your services, but like, I think a lot of times you can get behind it more than like trying to promote someone else's stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you have like total control. Like when I was with my previous company, like there were certain products that I liked, that I used, that I that were like the only things I talked about. But like, I always felt kind of like, well, I'm just like brushing off of this. But like now I'm like, it's a catered service. I know every single component of it. I'm in charge of every single component of it. And I have more like flexibility with it. Like in my MLM, I felt like I was working all of the time, all of the time, all of the time and not really getting traction. And now I'm like, I work like business hours and like, you know, people are cool and I like it. Exactly. Exactly. But I think people can do both. Oh, totally. And yeah, there's tons of people who, um, incorporate both really, really well. I will say I use Monate and I, I am signed up as a market partner, but I have a very hard time trying to incorporate both of those things. Like, and at the end of the day, I'm like, it's my coaching business that I love. And obviously that makes me my living. Right. So it's like, that's obviously what I end up focusing on. Cause yeah, I do. I do have a hard time like trying to incorporate both, like making it work. Yep. All right. So when people are like coming to you to up level their business, like they've been in for a little bit, or maybe even just like starting, what is, what do you consistently see as like, what's holding them back? Is it how they're showing up on social? Is it more mindset? Is it their kind of like how they are going about reaching out to clients and like that lead generation? What is, what is like the big issue you see like in that health space? Totally. So I would say like when newbie, newbie coaches come to me, I think they're always just like, you know, I literally, I have no idea where to start. They're just so overwhelmed, so confused. There's like so many, you know, strategies out there. So many, so many people are saying so many different things that they're just literally so overwhelmed. They're almost like paralyzed and they don't do anything because they don't know what to do. And then I would say also super common is yeah being terrified to show up and like terrified that you're bugging your audience by like talking about what you do and talking about how you can help them so it's like you know some of my newer clients it's like I could watch their stories for a week and literally have no idea that they were an online coach right because they don't talk about it and it's like you you have to remember, I always tell them like, you have the answer to your ideal client's problem, right? So you're literally doing them a disservice by not telling them how you can help them. And obviously you are a business, right? You need to make money to live. You can't just do, it'd be great if everyone, everyone could do everything for free all the time. You can't, that's the reality of the situation. And if no one knows what you do, you're not going to sell anything. Yeah. I always think of it like when people, when people like make that kind of like, well, I don't want to bug anyone. I feel like I'm posting that all the time. First off, where out of social media platform you are posting on, 
only maybe like 5% of people are seeing your stuff. Just, that is just algorithm facts. Yeah. It sucks. And it's sometimes the same five people. Sometimes it's not, but you have to post. And I want you to think about it. Like Nike does not care how many times you watch their YouTube pre-roll. Nope. They don't care. No one at Nike is like, are we bugging them? Nike's exactly. like, show them, show them, show them, show them shorts, give them shoes, show them everything. Show them everything that they can get because as soon as they click that, it is game over. As soon as I click that Nike ad, it is game over for me. Exactly. And it's like, and people, it's like, what do they need to see something like seven to 21 times for it to even register in their brain that it's even a thing. So if you like talk about your coaching once and then you don't do it again for three weeks, like you're never going to get anywhere. Like you're just not. And yeah, it's just so crazy. Like, I don't know where I was going with that, but anyways, it's crazy. And you need, yeah, you need to be talking about what you're doing, how you can help people. And you need to show up like powerfully and people need to see you like as that authority figure. Right. And you want to be that person that they come to when they finally realize that they have a problem and need help. And you can do it in like so many different ways. Like people are like, I'm just pushing this one thing. You're not like, if you're a health coach, talk about different aspects of health. You can talk about food. You can talk about exercise. You can talk about how important sleep things are. So many different things. Like I think like when it comes to like health coaching, y'all have so many different cool things you can talk about because there's so much with health. So you don't have to feel like you're just talking about your one-on-one program, your macros, all of this stuff. You don't have to just talk about that. There's so much you can talk about in different things. And I think some people like when they're starting out, it's just the same thing. Cause they're like, well, if I have to just, I have to tell them the same thing. You don't, you tell them all sorts of things. You have a whole range of things to go through. And if you don't, there is Pinterest and Google. There's literally endless amounts of information you can talk about. And (laughs) yeah, like endless amounts of information that like, just because, and I think a lot of times health coaches especially are like, oh, well I know this. So everyone else does. Nobody knows that. Okay. Nobody knows that. And I always tell my clients, I'm like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. All the information that we know is already out there. Everyone's talking about it. So just, you know, use other people for inspiration. If you see someone talking about something, you're like, oh my God, yes, that's exactly what I want to talk about. Talk about it. You're not stealing from them. Obviously don't copy exactly what they're doing or saying, but like every, all that information is already out there. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to go around like trying to make up new things all the time. Exactly. If you see, like I do this on my page, I have like a whole Google doc of financial quotes, financial tips that I have and I just copy those and I put them in Canva and then boom, I have an infographic page. Like it doesn't have to be this huge elaborate thing. We overthink social media so much trying to beat the algorithm. Like if you are providing value and information, education, like I used to just go, like I got into Instagram because of the fitness industry because I was trying to get in the gym and I found the people on Instagram like fitness. That's how I learned different foods, exercises. Now people are like going to it for everything. So whatever your niche is, it's available. Talk about it. Talk about education, how to style outfits, how to style gym athletic apparel, get you some booty bands, y'all. There's options for everything. It is super overwhelming. And if you're new, part of why it might be so overwhelming is you're following 
a million and six people. Like you aspire to be like a fitness coach that has like 6 million follow. Stop. Unfollow that person right now. If it is your first week in coaching, please unfollow anyone who has like a million followers because you will want to do what they're doing and be discouraged that you are not there. Exactly. And like, I tell my clients straight up, I'm like, if there are people that you watch on social media and you're like, Oh my God. And all you do is compare yourself and like, get rid of them right now because that is not helping you in any way, shape or form. And at the end of the day, those people with millions of followers, someone with a thousand followers could be making more money than them. Like easily, just because you have a million followers doesn't mean jack shit. Really? Like it doesn't. Not anymore. Like, unless you are, I feel like unless you are a celebrity with millions of followers and you are doing brand deals and that's how you're making your money because smaller audiences are more engaged with you. They are more involved and they are more likely to trust you to a lot of extent to show up for them. It's just, it's just how it goes. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It matters how many engaged, involved people there are. Because there's people who have millions of followers who get like a thousand likes on a photo. Exactly. That is that is garbage engagement. Like, what are you looking at? Terrible. And like, I would say coming back to like comparing yourself and stuff, I can be a hundred percent honest and transparent. When I started this whole, whole like entrepreneurial journey, my mindset was like crap. All I wanted was the strategy. I didn't care about the mindset. I'm like, that's a bunch of ball. Like don't even, you don't need, like that doesn't matter. And now I have like totally transformed my opinion on that because it does, it really truly does matter. And I think there's so many programs out there that, you know, just focus on strategy or just focus on mindset. Um, But I really work to like incorporate both of those into like all the coaching I do because they are both so, so, so important. Exactly. Since I do like wealth coaching, I'm like, we can manifest all the money in the world. You can have the best money attitude, but if you can't practically manage garbage, you're not, it's not going to work. Like you don't have a plan how to save or budget, we can help, you can make a million dollars and then you can still be in debt. Yep. So I'm very much like, I think it needs aspects of both. Like all coaching should have aspects of both. You can't just like hand someone a blueprint and be like, well, good luck. And then when you run into a wall emotionally, like it's just, just keep going. Just when you have doubt days, whatever, it's fine. Just strategy will solve all of your problems. I hate to break that to y'all guys. I know that sometimes y'all come on here like, I'm going to get the perfect strategy on how to be the best coach. There's both. You gotta, you gotta. I mean, literally, if you took two different people and you gave them the exact same strategy, one of them could, you know, do absolutely amazing and go off and start making like 20K months. And one of them could literally still be struggling to get their first client when that other person is doing so well. And I almost guarantee you it's because the one that's doing well has an amazing mindset, right? It sounds very woo-woo, guys. Yeah, it really does. And it comes up all the time. And I used to think it was just this stupid. When I got into network marketing and somebody told me to like watch The Secret and Earl Nightingale's like the 30-day mindset challenge, I was like, all of y'all are stupid. This is, what did I just get into? This is like a cult. I literally thought self-development was like a crazy cult and all these people were just like my mind is transformational I was like stupid stupid it took me like a year and then I was like oh 
I'm actually a lot happier when I like decide to see the good in things. And right. I'm like, oh, I put some time into myself. Oh, and now I'm just like, no, you have to change your mindset, gratitude, be thankful, be positive. Awesome. I'm like, oh. Yeah, like honestly, I didn't even know. I pretty much didn't even know what self-development was until I became an entrepreneur. And even when I knew what it was, I resisted it so hard and so long. But now I'm like, no, it's, it's absolutely necessary. And like, you know, I have my morning routine that I love, which took me so long to get there. But no, it's so important. 100%. If you can get a morning routine down consistently, at least in some aspect, like if you have just like even one morning ritual, yep. I, I can almost guarantee that your morning will start off stronger because you'll have a foundation point. You will have something to look forward to. I go to bed and I'm like, I cannot wait for my coffee tomorrow. Right. And it's like making my coffee is like, I know what my day is going to be. My cats are very nice and it's great. And just like that one moment, then the rest of my days can just be chaos. Cause I had like my 10 minute coffee time. To yourself, it's, right? Just that time to yourself. And like, instead of like jumping right out of bed and like flying into your day, like in chaos. Yeah. And if you can make your bed, if you live alone, make your bed. If you live with a partner and your partner wakes up after you, they make your bed. <laughs> Just make sure that somebody makes the bed. I like that as well. All right. So on your Instagram, in your bio, you say you're a DM sales expert. And I realize this is probably a silly question. Are you mostly training others to close the dm or is that like what you do what does that mean so yeah i'm obviously i mean i think my specialty is like because i tell my clients i'm like i get 90 percent of my clients from having conversations real conversations with people in the dms right like building that relationship and so that's what i teach um, obviously teach my clients to do because I think so many people too just expect people to like be coming out of the woodworks to like work with you when and they're like oh, well I don't have to do anything other than like post a story here and there or like whatever but no like you actually have to like build relationships with the people that follow you and get them to know like and trust you and like connect with them and just like be a human you know what I mean so I think I'm really good at that okay I love okay I thought that's what it was and I feel like sometimes when I got into the coaching space and everyone was talking about like sales calls in my MLM experience, I didn't do sales calls. I was always in the DM. Like I closed everything in the DM. So like moving over, I'm like, why well, already know how to like voice message and like talk to people? Like that's not like a, I don't do a lot of webinars. I'm not doing sales calls. Like if, if I have to be on the phone with someone, it's going to be awful. I'm going to hate it. I hate being on the phone. I answer my phone to two people. <laughs> and even then, sometimes I look at them and I'm just like, you know, not right now. I, I bet you could text me. They'll text me and be like, can I call you? And I'll be like, mm, I'm not going to look at that text for like an hour. But I've never, I've never even like considered it being like an issue to close in like the DM because I'm always of the mindset. I'm like, no one has time for phone calls. And even if we do, we don't want to be on the phone. We can, if you can't text it to me, I don't care. <laughs> Totally. I'm such a huge. So I love that. And, I, and we're not saying copy paste the same message. Please don't do that. Oh my God, no, Please. that's exactly don't do that. what I'm telling you to Yeah. If you're hearing that, you're like, oh, I can just send the same message. Don't do that. You'll suck. It'll be worse than sales calls. If you send the same message, A, Instagram will know if you send the same damn message yeah. to somebody. Instagram gets mad. 
Instagram will flag your damn account. And then it just doesn't feel good. I'm sure at some point you'll be like, but I wrote the message. Yeah. To like nine people ago. Yeah. So, and it's like, I always say like, go in, like just wanting to connect with the person. Okay. Like go in with that, like mindset. Don't go in being like, I need to sell this person. Like, cause that's never going to feel good. You know what I mean? So like when it doesn't feel good, obviously you're not going to get anywhere. Don't be a car salesman y'all. And I do respect me some car salesman hustle, but like that, you know, that's what you're going in for. You know that they are going to be doing that. Like they are going to be knowledgeable. I always think of it as like the car salesman. He is the knowledgeable person. He knows all the things about the car, but he is pushy, but he knows what he's doing. And you assume that he knows what he's doing. If you're just sliding into somebody's DM to be like, Hey, get my fitness thing. These are the macros that you need. Someone's going to be like, you don't know anything about what I need. Why did you just show up? Like the actual worst is when you get a random DM from someone that you've never spoken to before and they literally send you, I know you guys can't see me, but like a DM this long talking all about their coaching services and would you like it? And you're like, I've never literally even said hi to you. So hi, like what? Yeah. The first thing I do is I'm like, am I following this person? When did they start following me? And if we're not even following each other and you slide into my DMs, I'm not going to be an asshole to you. I'm not. I'm not here for that. Like, don't be, if somebody like spam messages, cold messages you, I'm sorry. Don't be a jerk. Be like, hey, no, maybe once in a while, like it'll work. And they'll be like, oh yeah, sure. It probably won't. But just be like, (laughs) that social media was meant to connect us. Social. I always think of it as that. Like, I am a super, super, super introvert. I am not going outside to gathering people. No, 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 no. But I will talk to people in every other day in country from the comfort of my house. I'll talk to people all the time. And that's what I got on Instagram for. Like, I had Instagram before I was in any kind of business. I was like, I want to make new friends. I want to learn new things. So I still, like, apply that. Now it just happens that now I'm like, oh, I can also help people, but I also just really want to make enough friends to send me cat pictures at all times of the day. When in doubt, just find like if you're looking to like build an audience that's actually gonna connect with you, search for things that you like on and then follow people who like those things. Everyone I follow likes cats because I send them cats. Point that you guys have like. That's what I always say. I'm like, if you're looking to connect with someone, like watch their stories and reply to, reply to a story that you actually don't just do it because you think you have to like find something that you can connect to them with. Yeah. It'll just make it easier because they don't have to buy right now. They don't have to buy in a week. They don't have to buy in months. Cause if you're in this business and this is what you're doing and this is what you're passionate about when they're ready, they will come back because you're friends with them. You're in their experience. And you put the time in. Exactly. It's all about. So many people are like, oh, like, you know, the coaching world's so oversaturated. I don't know where to find clients. And I'm like, you know, 95% of the time, like the past version of you is your ideal client. So sit down and think about what were you like, what were you looking on Instagram at? What do you like? Like, what are your interests? What are your hobbies? Where do you hang out? And like, Go to those places on Instagram and connect with your people. Absolutely. Like if you're in any kind of coaching, any kind, 
think of you a year ago, six months before you created your program, be like, who was I? Who did, who needed this? What yep. did I need? That's how I frame everything. I'm like, what did my dumbass 24 year old self need to hear? What would I have listened to? Totally. And write for that. It's not about you, right? It's not. So many people get up and they're like, oh, what do I want to talk about today? But it's not about you. What does your ideal client need to hear today? And your ideal client is is you. It's old you. So you can make it about you if that's what you need and share where you were and how you got to where you are. And if you're still a work in progress, who cares? People will come along. You don't have to be a millionaire. Yeah. You don't have to be making six figures to help one person. No. You don't get one without the other. No. 100% agree. And so since we're talking about kind of like launched things, things like that. So I saw that earlier this summer you did a launch club. What was that like? Are you guys doing another? I know it was like nine weeks, so I feel like it's probably still happening. June. I can't do math. I can't do math, but what was that like? Are you guys going to do another one? We have launched things. Up. When did we finish up? Okay, it's been a couple weeks, maybe two weeks ago, I think. Um, finished up with that group of girls, but no, honestly, that was the one time we were going to do it live, and so now it's just going to be a passive course. So yeah, we wanted Love the first group of girls to go through um, and do it live with them, so we were there to help them, and and you know they could give us feedback. It's like, what else do you guys need from this or whatever? But um yeah we just Kristen and I wanted to obviously no one on your podcast knows who Kristen is but she's a copywriting friend of mine and I just thought that there was this huge disconnect when it came to like online coaches and um them not being able to speak directly to their ideal client right and I'm like obviously like a copywriter that is their expertise so I'm like it would be so cool to team up and like build something for you know coaches who need that and uh so that's what we did so yeah now it's just it's going to be a passive course and yeah work at your own pace and learn how to launch learn how to speak to your your ideal client and you know have them coming to you instead of always like feel like you're like scrambling to find people you know perfect is that like available because i can i'll put that in the show notes if people can sign up for that now you know what uh it definitely should be yeah yeah we'll see it may be available, y'all. It, when it is, I update because um, I've had a lot of people on here have programs. So if we've talked about their programs, all of them will be updated. So once if it is live, if it's not, we'll update it later. I'm here for that because I you know what? It'll be. It will be. And <laughs> I have um, actually no one knows about my new program yet, which I'm Ooh. kind of announcing on Friday. So I don't know how, I don't know when you release this episode, so it'll probably definitely be out by then. Um, Perfect. Uh, yeah, this will be, we'll be into October because October is tomorrow. Oh gosh, October is tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what happened to this year? Well, <laughs> since you do have that launch club, since you are launching something new, it sounds like just in general, what's it like? to work with you as a coach? Like what is, what do you bring your clients? What are you most excited for them to walk away from you with in terms of either like mindset, business, any of that? Like what is, what is the one thing that you hope to impart onto all of your clients at least? Totally. So 
I mean, I've def I've had a lot of coaches over my, you know, three years being in business and there've definitely been instances where, you know, I invested a lot of money into someone and it didn't get out of it the support that I needed or thought I should be getting for that investment. So I am huge on supporting my clients and just like, I literally talk to my one-on-one clients every single day. Like I check in with them every single morning. I am there to give them the support they need. You know, there some coaches out there are like, oh, like, no, I'm in Boxer from like 1 p.m. till 4 p.m. And that's the only time you can talk to me. And like, that's not me. Obviously, like as a coach, you need to have boundaries. You can't like burn yourself out be work, and be working 24-7. But like, if my clients need me, I'm going to be there to answer them. I'm not going to make you wait like two days to get your answer because you're not going to need it then. You know what I mean? So Definitely. I'm huge on support and being there for my clients and just knowing or like having them know that they have like their own little cheerleader, um, someone who believes in them. And I think that's huge. And also same as you, like I'm a huge introvert. And so like, I remember when I started, you know, even talking on my stories, I was like, I can't do that. Like, I cannot do that. I think I chose the wrong like thing. I'm, I don't think I'm meant to be an entrepreneur. Um, but I've just, I've gotten so far out of my comfort zone and I've like become a totally different person. Like it's actually insane to look back on. So a lot of my clients, you know, are in that same place and they're terrified to like show up and terrified to like speak their mind and like tell people who they are. And I'm just, I'm so huge on like getting them to grow and like go through that and like come out on the other side, just like super confident and like being able to get in their stories and talk and not even think twice about it. Cause it's such a huge part of growing your brand and growing your business. I love stories. I like started like with Snapchat or I never really did business on Snapchat, but I had Snapchat. So like talking on my phone was like not a big thing for me. And then when it came to Instagram, I was like, whatever, it's fine. But Facebook, oh, my Facebook mental blocks are still so strong. Like it's the same story. Like it'll automatically, my Instagram will automatically go to my Facebook, but I won't want to look at my Facebook and be like, I don't want to see. And that's like to show you guys, you don't have to have to be on every platform, like to be successful. Like I used to think that I needed to be on everything and then I was everywhere and I wasn't doing anything. I was like working and it was just like miserable trying to juggle Facebook conversations, Twitter conversations, Instagram, text, WhatsApp. And now I'm like, do an Instagram focus, get them into text. Facebook exists. I have like a Facebook what group. Platform, whatever platform you feel best on, go there. Because honestly, like I, so many people told me like I had to be on Facebook just as much as Instagram. And like, I, I'm going to be straight up. I don't like Facebook. I just, I hate, it has a horrible user experience in my opinion. Like I do not like it. I enjoy nothing about being on there. Um, Instagram is my jam. And so I finally let go of that. Like finally. And I don't use Facebook for anything other than like my private Facebook group. And that is it. And it's just, my life is so much better now. It really is. Like I liked Facebook a lot for a long time. And, and now I'm just like that algorithm is just like so unfriendly you're never seeing anything that you actually want like I keep my Facebook group that's where it is because that's easier but I'm like oh I don't have to get onto my regular Facebook for that I just like get onto the group 
but like Instagram is just so much I feel like it's nicer because it's just like pictures and you have the option to read whatever you want and in my opinion the Instagram algorithm is better at showing me things I actually care about like the explore page actually is like yes you like cats you like fitness here's some pink things here's some t-swift there you go yeah in Facebook I don't get any of that and if you're listening Facebook on anything here I would like targeted <laughs> cats. Sure they are. <laughs> I would like targeted cat food ads. Like I don't even get good targeted ads. Sometimes I think I get more mad about that. At least Instagram gives me good targeted ads. Facebook hasn't figured it out yet. So funny. So if you could go back and hang out with like 16, 17 year old you, and you could sit them down and be like, this is the piece of advice I need you to listen to. What would you tell yourself? Oh man. Now I wish I read these questions first. <laughs> um, honestly, I would say it probably goes back to health and fitness. Cause that was such a huge struggle for me. Like my whole life growing up, like, which is obviously why I started my coaching business. Um, exercise is never an issue for me. I've been lifting weights since I think I was like in eighth grade. I've grown up playing hockey and ring at like lived at the rink, but it was always the food for me. Right. Like I just, I could, I would try every like fat diet under the sun and like binge and restrict and like never make any progress. I'd work my ass off in the gym, but then because I couldn't get my nutrition shit together, like I just would always end up every Monday back where I was. So the advice I would give myself, is just like, I don't know. It's just, if I knew honestly, like, so macros changed my life, right? Learning that I could eat ice cream every single day and actually lose weight was like life changing. I'm like, pardon me. Like I used to think oatmeal was a cheat meal. Like that's where I was. Okay. So, okay. I did, I had, I did too. Right. Like I think so. Yeah. Having a list of like good and bad foods, which I think so many people do. Um, if I could give myself any advice, it'd be like, see all foods as equal and you can have them all. And life is just going to be so much better if you learn how to like regulate that. Right. Yeah. I would probably go back and punch myself in the face about that right? too. Because like, yeah. I I didn't understand what macros were probably until like four years ago. And now I have like, I have a coach and we have specialized macros. And she's just like, you can eat whatever you want. Just make it fit. And I'm just like, y'all, I've had waffle fries three days in a row. I've made waffle like, fries fit. Real life. And like some people, you know, all sides of it, they're like, counting food is bad, tracking everything. And I'm like, if you have like a goal, you have to track. Yeah. Like, you can't. If you have, if you're not trying to lose weight, you're not trying to do anything, fine, don't track. But if you have like a set goal of like what you're trying to do or a lifestyle that you want to live, tracking is important. Tracking obsessively, not great. But that's why, guys, you can hire someone who will help you. Exactly. I've been trying to do this fitness thing on my own for years. I've made more progress in the last like four months with my trainer than I have in like seven years. Right? Like, yes. That's the whole point in any aspect of your life. The whole point of hiring a coach is to take you from where you are now to where you want to be in a much quicker amount of time. And like we said, time is the one thing you can't get back. And it just takes a lot of guesswork out of it. It does. I don't have to like, I don't have to be like this and this. You explain how things are going. They give you feedback and make adjustments. And that's just kind of like if you're in any kind of coaching space, if you're a fitness coach listening to this, like realize that's what you can offer people. You are literally offering people so much value. Like to go from like the seven years that I have spent 
trying to get into the physical shape that I have acquired this year, I should have been paying someone the whole time. That's what I always, I always tell my clients, right? And like, you know, if they're like worried about like trying to get people, they're like, oh, like, why would people pay that much for my coaching? And I'm like, if I could go back and someone had told me what macros were like years and years and years ago and was like, I can teach you exactly how to do this. and You're not going to have to go through all that bullshit. I would have been like, take my money. Exactly. That's, that is what coaching is offering. It is that shortcut. It is someone else not having to fall flat on their face over and over deal with years of discouragement, frustration, and sorrow. Like now I'm like, I had a bad two days where I ate all of the donuts. I ate all of them. But because I have a coach, she knows that I ate all the donuts. We just changed how my workouts were make adjustments, utilize it. If I was just on my own, I probably would have just cried about donuts and then proceeded to eat donuts for like four more days. Right? Because I'd be like, well, I already screwed up. I'm just going to dive into it. Exactly. It's, that account- it's that accountability. It's somebody else knows better than you. I know we want to think we know everything. We don't. We don't know everything at all. All right. So usually at the end of the show, I try to like recap what's happening so that in like a year when I listen to this I can be like oh so that's what happened so as of recording this last night was the first U.S. presidential temper tantrum (laughs) disaster dumpster fire from hell where two where three grown men talked over each other for 90 fucking minutes three grown-ass adult men bickered and told each other to shut up and called each other stupid on national fucking TV for 90 minutes. So that's where we are in life right now. 2020 is a fantastic year. Yeah, America's doing great. We are doing great. We're gonna make it. Just gotta make two more months. So maybe, you know, assuming my (laughs) nation doesn't start a civil war in like 34 days, it's cool. We're doing great. Um, A Supreme Court justice got nominated on some other shit show. You know, we're doing, we're doing great. If anyone in all my other countries that listen to this, you know, enjoy your lockdown. I'm jealous. I would love it. I'd love a lockdown. I mean, we can't leave anyway because our passports don't matter because, you know, COVID, we can't get that shit together. We're doing great. We're doing great. If you're listening to this in 2021, yeah, we made it. (laughs) Last night was rough. Don't watch any clips. If you have avoided it, just don't do it. Do you ever worry about like what's happening down here? Like, does it like affect y'all? Or do you just like watch and you're just like, and you just like laugh? What? Because I feel like I laugh and then I realize that it's like happening where I live. <laughs> and I'm just like, like I'll like watch it and be like, that's so fun. That's crazy. Oh shit, that's here. I'm here. Should I have that passport? You have the chance. <laughs> At this point, I'm just like, why didn't I take a spring break trip to a country that would have gone into lockdown? And then I just couldn't have come back. And I'm just, I'd be like, oh, I couldn't leave somewhere. It's fine. But in the chaos, if we all survive, what are you looking forward to most for the rest of the year? For the rest of the year? So obviously, launching my new program, um, which is, yeah, so it'll be launching in October for a November 1st start date, actually, I think. Um, kind of worked out perfect that way. And honestly, one of my goals this year was to hold a retreat. Obviously cannot do that. Um, 
with the circumstances, but uh, I would love to also start a podcast. So that's definitely something that I'm looking into because yeah, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. So yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is, it gives me so much joy, more than I anticipated that it would. I thought that it would be fun. And now I'm like, every week I get to interview two or three people and it's super cool. So highly recommend. I think everyone should have a podcast on any topic that you want to have 100% start your podcast. Yeah. Start it like tomorrow. You can get, you can download all of the audio editing for free. Cool. Or you can outsource it. Yeah. Which is also a good plan. One day I'll get there. Um, so I will have how people can find you, Instagram, all that fun stuff linked in the show notes so people can work with you. Um, I will have the launch club link here. It'll be active if it's available. And then when she does launch, I will update that as well. And I just love to have my guests have a final closing takeaway right off into the sunset message. What do you got? Okay. So for all my coaches out there, trust me, I know how like absolutely terrifying investing is like it is it's terrifying but i promise you it's one of the most amazing things you can do for yourself and it's like once you get over that once you send that money you get this like overwhelming feeling of like i don't know it's almost like a blanket hugging you're like okay i'm gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay like i have this support now and it's like a relief so i know it's terrifying but it's honestly, it's so, so, so worth it to just like get yourself to where you want to be without the struggle, right? Just like so much faster. Absolutely. And on that, don't just like willy nilly pick a coach because of how many followers they have followed oh, a person. I, yeah, don't even get like, me started. Okay. Yeah. Like that's, that's probably like my ad. Make sure you like the person. <laughs> Make sure you like how they talk, how they phrase things, and if you can understand them. And all of those things you should be able to find on their website, their social media, and their Instagram stories. Like the person. Because if you don't even like your coach and you just think that they can hand you that strategy. Because they have a million followers. Like, no. Um, don't give those people your money. Person. Like one of my one-on-one clients, she came to me because she joined a program um, with a quote unquote, like fitness influencer who has turned business coach. And so, you know, she saw is like shiny object syndrome and she came to me and she's like, I'm literally getting nothing I need out of this. Like, can you please help me? And it was just like that exact case, right? It's like, all you see is like this person with all these followers and it's like, they must have all the answers. But at the end of the day, they don't actually give a shit about you because they just get clients because of the number of followers they have and they're not getting the support they need. And yeah, just don't do that. Yes. Invest, trust your intuition, invest accordingly. Invest in someone who can support you, who you have already communicated with. Please don't just sign up for something and just hope for the best, guys. Right. Because exactly. it will not, it will not be the best. And yeah invest love love your business invest in your business and it will invest in you i am just so thankful that you took the time to hang out with me today so much fun thank you for having me